You're listening to Season 7, Episode Number 10 of Strike the Match. In this final episode of the season, I highlight the 10 most downloaded episodes over the years here on Strike the Match. So with that in mind, let's... Welcome to Strike the Match with teacher and missiologist Dr. J.D. Strike the Match is a podcast that addresses matters related to missions, innovation, and leadership. Now here's J.D. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, listening to this final episode of Season 7. Wow. I know I say this every season, especially at the beginning and the end, and that is I did not know that we would make it this uh, this far into the number of episodes for this podcast. And so I thought what I would do as we bring Season 7 to a close, I thought maybe I would take a moment just to look back over the previous episodes and highlight the 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 10 most downloaded episodes uh, here at Strike the Match. And, um, it, you know, it's interesting. When I looked back at these episodes, I thought, well, you know, the older episodes clearly have been posted for a lot longer, and so therefore more people have listened to those. But uh, such is not the case. So I'm looking at the list here. I mean, I'm seeing... I'm seeing two, maybe three, um, from that maybe maybe four here, maybe um, from season one. But several of these episodes are coming from um, other seasons. So that's cool. That's cool to to see see a little bit of listening diversity, uh, though I'm not certain that I can say that there's any sort of common thread between these 10, other than they're all here on this podcast, and uh, they're dealing with some topic related to uh, mission innovation and leadership. So, uh, having said that, we'll take a look at these 10 in just a second, but let me just encourage you that while we are going to uh, a break between the seasons, that, um, Lord willing, season eight will begin uh, the fall of this year. And uh, there will be several episodes of, of season eight that will be addressing theology of mission. And so I want to, I want to spend some time highlighting some aspects of uh, my book that just came out, uh, theology of Mission, uh, which is a uh, basically a concise biblical introduction to the topic, and so I want to spend some time uh, looking at, or excuse me, discussing that book here on uh, on the podcast. If you haven't had a chance to check out my book, Theology of Mission, let me encourage you to do so. Uh, it's available, of course, on Kindle and then as a hardback. Uh, the publisher did not do this book in paperback. So uh, it's a hardback, and it is uh, also available for Kindle as well. Theology Mission by J.D. Payne. Purchase it wherever you find your fine literary material. (laughs) So, Season 7, Episode number 10, bringing this show to uh, close for this season, and wanting to touch on the 10 most 
downloaded episodes over the past several several seasons. So having done or having said that as kind of where I'm going in the next uh, few minutes on this uh, this podcast, I think what I'll do is I'll just do a countdown, uh, a, a top 10 countdown, starting with number 10, moving to the number one most listened to downloaded episode uh, on uh, Strike the Match. So let's begin, shall we? Number 10. All right, number 10. Number 10 comes in at episode number 41. So see, definitely not a part of season one. So episode 41 on Strike the Match, number 10, the 10 most listened to episode, is the episode titled Roland Allen Part 1 with Stephen Rutt. Roland Allen Part 1 with Stephen Rutt. Um, Steve is, I believe, the leading global expert on Roland Allen. So Roland Allen, uh, Anglican priest, died in 1947. Uh, His most popular uh, works uh, are his uh, 1927 publication, The Spontaneous Expansion of the Church, and his 1912 publication, Missionary Methods, St. Paul's or Ours. Allen has influenced church planting endeavors across the world, uh, across uh, denominational lines. Um, And the thing is is that most people have no idea that that is the case, and most people have no idea who he was and what he uh, advocated. Uh, So I had Steve on the program talking uh, about—actually, I had him on twice. Uh, We talked about uh, two of his books that came out, and I think they're the two definitive uh, works on Roland Allen right now. Uh, Steve uh, released a, a Roland Allen uh, biography, and he also released uh, a book that was Roland Allen's um, um, missionary ecclesiology, missional ecclesiology. I think that may be how Steve described that. But um, Roland Allen Part 1 with Steve Rutt was the 10 most downloaded episode on Strike the Match to date. Uh, And in that episode, we talked about Roland Allen, the man. We talked about his biography, who who he was, uh, his life, his developmental years, and... um, and and his uh, his ministry, but we didn't get too much into the issues related to his missiology. Number nine, the number nine most or the ninth most downloaded episode uh, was episode number six, and that is the episode uh, that I uh, did with uh, David Garrison. Uh, David had released his book Wind in the House of Islam at that point in time. A fascinating study of the work of the Holy Spirit uh, in uh, various uh, regions of the Muslim world today. Uh, And again, if you haven't had a chance to check out that book, I know it's been out for a while, uh, you want to make sure that you take a look at Wind in the House of Islam. So David was on the program, and uh, we talked about, about that book. Number eight, the eighth most downloaded episode over the years here at Strike the Match uh, was actually episode number 34, and that is uh, my uh, conversation with uh, Nathan Shank, and we were discussing church multiplication and church health. Uh, Nathan uh, has been involved in seeing uh, significant 
movements of the Holy Spirit uh, throughout uh, South Asia and uh, seeing the multiplication of disciples, multiplication of leaders, the multiplication of churches, and training a great number of people to share the gospel and, and plant churches. And so uh, Nathan has uh, developed uh, some training resources. He developed a resource called Four Fields, and um, that's actually, I think it, it may still be available out, uh, out there uh, online uh, as a PDF uh, for free. But anyhow, I had Nathan on the program, and we were talking about his work, and at the same time, talking about the matter of church health that, biblically speaking, the notion of the rapid dissemination of the gospel and the multiplication of disciples and churches and leaders is not something that is divorced from church health. We have a lot of conversations right now happening in different evangelical circles whereby there is this false dichotomy that you can either have healthy churches or you can have rapid multiplication, and you can't have both. And I would say uh, that that is, uh, one, uh, foolish, and two, uh, it's, it's just not biblical. And so uh, Nathan was on the program uh, back at episode number 34 uh, talking about uh, things that they were doing on the field that uh, the Lord was working through to bring about significant uh, movement, uh, but at the same time, uh, done in such a, or, or or teams were working in such a way that there was a significant concern as well for the health of the church's uh, leaders and the individual disciples. And so we talked uh, a great deal about those two topics being wed together and are not to be divorced. The seventh, we come to number seven, the seventh most downloaded episode, seventh most popular, uh, episode on Strike the Match actually came from uh, episode number 47, and that was the uh, podcast episode entitled, Who Were the Moravians? Who Were the Moravians? So the Moravians are, are a fascinating study when you look at their early days in the 18th century. Under the leadership of Count Ludwig, Ludwig, excuse me, Ludwig von Zinzendorf, um, on his Hernhut estate in uh, uh, Saxony, of how he basically led a group of of believers to be incredibly, incredibly committed to carrying out the Great Commission in a day and time when so few were going. Uh, they were a group of people that went to some of the most remote places on the planet and sacrificed greatly to see the gospel spread uh, to people that were difficult to reach, hard to reach, especially in the 18th century. And they were using methods and approaches that were significantly ahead of their day in the matter of being innovative being progressive in their thinking. However, today, they're often very commonplace, such as things related to tent making, things about keeping matters simple. Uh, so one of the things that I want to encourage you to, to take a look at if you're interested in learning more about the Moravian Church, uh, go back to episode 47. 
uh, check out Who Are the Moravians. I also did a video over at my YouTube channel. This was sometime after the podcast, but I also did a video at my YouTube channel. Just uh, search J.D. Payne at YouTube and you'll find it. And there is an episode there on uh, Zinzendorf and the Moravians. And uh, so you may want to take a look at that. You know, actually, while, while I am sitting here talking and looking at this list of the top 10 downloaded episodes uh, here at Strike the Match, if I'm not mistaken, um, within the past two years, because uh, that's when I posted the, uh, the episode, the video on Zinzendorf and the Moravians, uh, I think that's, one, that's also one of the most... Uh, most watched videos over at my channel as well. So let me encourage you, if you may want to take a look at that um, uh, that video there. But the episode here on Strike the Match was entitled, uh, Who Were the Moravians? Now that brings us to number six. So the sixth most listened to downloaded episode on Strike the Match was the episode when Brian Galloway was my guest. And so the title of that uh, episode is Brian Galloway Reaching the Nations. So Brian has been involved in mission work for many, many years. He spent a great deal of time in various parts of Asia. And um, over the past several years, he has been significantly involved in working within a North American context, helping uh, the church understand uh, who are the unreached people groups that are presently residing within the United States and within the Canadian uh, borders. Uh, in other words, he uh, does a great deal of work in the area of diaspora missiology. He's been significantly involved in the web-based resource peoplegroups.info, which uh, was designed to uh, be a resource on unreached people groups, looking at the urban context, uh, specifically within a North American setting. It uh, sort of was the uh, North American representation of peoplegroups.org, and to a different degree, um, uh, that which would be comparable to, uh, to uh, Joshua Project, so joshuaproject.net. But number six on the list was my conversation with Brian Galloway on reaching the nation, specifically talking about understanding, studying, and engaging with those people living in diaspora that call uh, home uh, the United States. And so uh, you may want to check that episode out if you're interested in the issue of diaspora missiology. We are now halfway through the list. I feel like that this would be like a great commercial break spot, but, but I, I don't do commercials here on the podcast, so um, so there's nothing to cut away to or anything like that, and I don't have a good joke to tell at this, at this point in time. So I guess I'll just continue on, all right? So number five. So the number five uh, uh, title on the list, or excuse me, the number five podcast, the most listened to podcast on the list, this one actually goes back to... Uh, the very beginning in season one of Strike the Match, uh, and that is episode number three. That is my conversation that I had at that time with David Platt. So um, for, well, I've been living here in Birmingham for, for 10 years. My family and I have been here for 10 years. In the past uh, four years, uh, I uh, have been serving as a professor in the Christian Ministry Department at Samford University. But for six years prior to that time, 
I was one of the pastors, uh, the pastor for church multiplication uh, with the church at Brook Hills. And uh, I left uh, Southern Seminary, having been a professor there for 10 years in evangelism and church planting, and came to the church at Brook Hills. Um, and part of the reason, or part of the way, part of the means by which uh, the Lord uh, led my family and I from Louisville, Kentucky to Birmingham, Alabama to the church at Brook Hills was through um, David Platt's leadership. So David was the senior pastor at the time of the church at Brook Hills. And so I... Um, I came to Brook Hills uh, under his leadership and um, and served with him before he transitioned from the church at Brook Hills. He was at the church at Brook Hills for about two years uh, while I was there as well. Uh, so about two years after I arrived, about two years later, he transitioned from the church at Brook Hills to become the president of the International Mission Board of the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, he is no longer uh, in that role uh, with the International Mission Board. He is uh, now serving as a senior pastor uh, of a church in, um, I want to say, Virginia. I think that's right. But anyhow, um, shortly after it was announced that David was going to be uh, leaving the church at Brook Hills and transitioning to the International Mission Board, uh, I asked him if he'd be interested in being on um, the show, and uh, he agreed, and so so we actually recorded, I remember, we recorded the episode uh, in, uh, in my tiny office uh, on the church's property, and at that point in time, uh, I was still working with microphones and all that stuff of, of settings and things of that nature, and so the, the audio quality is not the, the greatest, um, but you can make it out, you can hear it. But anyhow, that conversation was just talking about what the Lord was doing in his life and in his transition to the International Mission Board, and what his vision was at the time for uh, for leading leading that organization. We now come to episode number four. So the fourth episode that has been listened to the most here at Strike the Match actually actually is connected to number ten, and that is uh, Roland Allen Part Two with Stephen Rutt. Roland Allen Part 2 with Stephen Rutt. So number 10, uh, that was the Part 1 episode. Uh, in that episode, we spent time talking about uh, the biography or the life of Roland Allen. But in Part 2, um, Steve and I discuss uh, Allen's missiology, uh, his, his understanding and thinking about the church and mission, um, his concept of the spontaneous expansion of the church, which today we have come to refer to, to that as uh, church planting movements, uh, or as some refer to it now as disciple-making movements, uh, some would call it church multiplication movements, uh, movements, whatever. Uh, but we spent some time talking about Alan's um, concept of the spontaneous expansion of the church, and and the and as Alan uh, put in the subtitle of that book, the causes which hinder it, and so that time that Steve and I spent discussing Alan's missiology uh, was basically the second part of a of a two part uh, podcast, and uh, it really unpacked a lot of Alan's thinking that was behind. Uh, the field practices that uh, he advocated, not only in his day and time, uh, but things that were applied even beyond his life. So now, number three on the list and number two uh, actually do have sort of uh, a, a common common thread, a common connection, if you will. 
And um, uh, even though there, there's some, some commonality between the two, as I'll share here in just a second, they actually come from uh, significantly uh, distant or maybe I shouldn't say significantly distant, but they come from distant seasons, if you will. So, so the the third most listened to episode actually is episode number thirty two, and the second most listened to episode is actually number two, episode number two. But what is episode number three? So, what is the third most listened to episode here at Strike the Match? It is the episode titled "Apostolic Church Planting." What I have found. Uh, over the years uh, since I published my book, Apostolic Church Planting, back in, I want to say, 2015, I have found that there, that there, is, uh, or there are a great number of individuals out there uh, that want to discuss this topic, they want to wrestle through this, uh, this issue, and they want to really think about how to apply uh, what I advocate when it comes to apostolic church planting in their in their context, whether they are serving outside of the traditionally Western world, uh, but especially if they're serving within the traditionally Western context, Western Europe, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Canada, the United States, and and so uh, so I'm not I'm not really surprised to see this one coming in in, in the top three. Uh, knowing what I know and the conversations that I've had and continue to have with, with people related to that book, Apostolic Church Planting, uh, Birthing uh, New Churches from, from New Believers. That was the subtitle of the book. And so episode, or excuse me, the, the third most listened to episode was uh, or is the, the Apostolic Church Planting episode, whereby in that, um, uh, that podcast I talk about how we see within the New Testament uh, this notion of the apostolic teams going into a field and doing evangelism. And, and they don't even talk about church until there are disciples that are made through the work of evangelism, calling people in repentance toward God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, as we read about, for example, in Acts chapter 20, verse 21. And then after those disciples are, 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 are in the kingdom of God, then they are taught to obey all that Christ commanded and led to self-identify as the local expression of Christ's universal body. They're, they're led to, to identify as what we would call local churches, whether that's in Colossae or Ephesus or Philippi or Thessalonica. And then it is out of those new churches that their elders, that their pastors are appointed we see at the end of the first missionary journey of Paul and Barnabas in Acts chapter 14 that, that they return, they return to the cities that they just made disciples in, and it says that they go back to these new disciples and they appoint elders in every church. Titus is left on the island of Crete. Paul writes to Titus in Titus chapter 1 verse 5, Titus, the reason I left you on Crete was to put what remained in order and to appoint elders in every town. So the apostolic paradigm of church planting doesn't begin by talking about pastors or looking for pastors or trying to find a pastor, but it begins with an apostolic team that goes into an area that does evangelism. When people come to faith, they, they begin teaching those new disciples uh, what it means to, to obey the, the, the ways of Christ, and they teach them that, of course, you cannot obey those as Lone Rangers, you have to be in covenant community. 
with other brothers and sisters in the Lord. And so they lead those new disciples to self-identify as a local church. And then it is from those local churches, in those contextualized settings, that the team works with those churches to raise up uh, to a point, as we read about Paul talking about in Acts chapter 20, the Holy Spirit uh, has appointed you as overseers in his conversation with the Ephesian elders at on the island of Miletus, or in the area of Miletus. Uh, it is that the apostolic team works with those new churches to appoint pastoral leaders. And so that is the paradigm that is discussed in apostolic church planning. So that brings us to number two. So the second most listened to episode over the years here with Strike the Match with J.D. Payne (laughs) is the episode that comes all the way back to season number one. It's It's the second episode that I ever did, and that is the episode titled Apostolic Missiology. Apostolic missiology. So again, you see that connection between two and three, that interest in the, the, those, that apostolic understanding, apostolic thinking, the apostolic work. Uh, again, because of some of this interest, because of some of the concerns that I see, because of some of the focus that I think we have lost on the field, that's why I wrote the book uh, that just came out this year called Apostolic Imagination. Not to be confused with apostolic church planting, but but clearly there are uh, there are aspects whereby those two two works connect. But number two on this list, apostolic missiology, was the episode whereby I was addressing some of the things at the time that that developed into the work known as apostolic imagination that was published in February of this year. And, um, and of course, <laughs> here, here's my commercial. If you have not had a chance to get a copy of Apostolic Imagination, let me encourage you to do so. I would certainly, certainly appreciate that. But the things that I addressed in uh, Apostolic miss- Missiology, that episode from way back when, a lot of those thoughts, a lot of those those things, uh, developed and were were put into the book Apostolic Imagination. Clearly, the book Apostolic Imagination is is much broader and contains a, a great deal more of information than just what is found in that second podcast that I did here at Strike the Match. But a great deal of of the the discussions related to what. What was that framework, that theological, that historical, that missiological framework? What was that framework that really uh, set parameters for the church in the first century? And, And what did that look like? In that episode, I talk about the differences between an apostolic missiology and a pastoral missiology. And I've written about that some on my blog, and, and, and you've heard me talk about that at different times uh, here on, um, on the podcast. But, uh, but in that episode, I, I begin to talk about some of the differences between pastoral ministry and apostolic ministry, and how in a situation whereby the cultural gaps, the cultural distances 
um, that when those distances, when those cultural gaps become become great, uh, the greater those gaps between the church and unbelievers, the greater the cultural distance between uh, Christians and those who are uh, are lost, the greater the need for apostolic type of work, uh, which extends beyond pastoral type of work. Uh, I address those things in that episode, Apostolic Missiology. So that brings us to the number one most listened to episode here at Strike the Match. Uh, I feel like, you know, the whole time while I'm doing this recording, you know, some of you are going to, some of you are going to appreciate this, and some of you will have no clue what I'm talking about because you're not old enough. <laughs> but um, the whole time I'm doing this, this top 10 countdown, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking about Casey Kasem. <laughs> you know? And I know, and some of you, some of you, admit it, some of you hearing me do this episode, do this, do this podcast, it came across your mind as well. Uh, so for those of us that are that are old school, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And for those of you that uh, uh, that have no point of reference to what I just said, um, yeah, you can Google it. <laughs> All right, number one. So the number one most listened to episode actually is episode number thirteen. I can't remember if this is in season two. This may be in season two. I'm not certain. Uh, but episode number thirteen is the most downloaded, listened-to episode on Strike the Match. And it, it, is, it is listened to by, by far more people than any of the other nine that I've talked about. Uh, the, the distance, the gap between first and second place here is a very large gap. And so, number one, the number one most listened-to episode, episode 13 my conversation with Samuel Chang on orality and missions. Samuel has been heavily involved in the issue of understand, seeking to understand predominantly oral-based learners and has been a part of the orality movement for, for many years. He is a, he's a leading expert a global expert on this topic. And as you well know, the issue of, of orality is, is very significant in kingdom expansion, uh, great commission work today. Uh, in other words, uh, the majority of the world prefers, even if they can read, they prefer not to take in information primarily through a written means or a linear fashion, uh, oftentimes a way... Uh, that we are used to communicating uh, truth uh, from a Western perspective. And so Samuel and I talked about uh, the, uh, the growing movement known as the orality movement and the practical developments of how to engage in the work of sharing the gospel and making disciples. How, how do you do that? among a people whereby their primary approach uh, to understanding and preference of taking in information is through a method, through a means, that many of us in the West just are not very familiar with. And so we had a, we had a great discussion. In fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that um, he was in a, in a remote place in Asia at the time. 
and uh, the internet connection actually held up, uh, but we had we had some challenges with it at the time. So that was it. Number one, Samuel Chang, Orality and Missions. If you haven't listened to it, let me encourage you to check that out. That uh, goes back to episode number 13. Why, well, hey, folks, I just want to say thank you so much for over the years, over the different uh, seasons, for being a listener, subscribing to Strike the Match. I certainly appreciate uh, your uh, engagement here, your uh, encouragement here, and uh, and your uh, participation by listening and comments that you share, emails that I receive, words that you uh, communicate to me as we cross paths uh, uh, at times uh, out in public or at speaking engagements where we may encounter one another. And so I just want to thank you. Thank you, because if it wasn't for you, um, I don't think there would be seven episodes of Strike the Match. If, if, if no one is, is benefiting from these resources that I want to be a wise steward and and do things that are beneficial to the kingdom. But it seems like, uh, at least through seven seasons, it seems like uh, there is some some things that are that are beneficial in the body, and the Lord is using it right now. And so, so as I say, every at the end of every season, you know, Lord willing, uh, my plan is to uh, this fall begin uh, episode, or excuse me, season eight, and. Um, And so, Lord willing, if that uh, time arrives this fall, uh, then hopefully that will be the case and we will move into the eighth season of Strike the Match. I hope that you will continue to be a subscriber and I hope that you will continue to share with others in your circles of influence uh, this uh, resource to those uh, that uh, that you know. And again, thank you so very much. So I hope that you have a wonderful uh, few months uh, off from listening to me uh, go on and on on this uh this microphone so you take care goodbye you have been listening to strike the match with jd Peng. you can find jd on instagram facebook or follow him on twitter at jd underscore pain and if you'd like to check out more books posts and podcast episodes visit jdpain.org you can also subscribe to this podcast on your favorite android app or at itunes and we'd be honored if you would consider rating us or leaving comments Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you'll join us next time.